By the way, man, I want to give you something special. Something I won't be using that much now that I'm getting married. Is it your Xbox One? Even better. Is this what I think it is? Yeah, man. <laughs> this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Oh, watch the suit, man. <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. I just need a minute. <laughs> On second thought, I'm gonna take that back. I'll see you at church. <laughs> JR Cigars, ditch your best, man. Keep your password. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. <laughs> all right so uh episode 234 of smoke night live we are uh joined by the incomparable pedro gomez pedro how are you my friend everything is going good yes taking my hat thanking everybody to be live yeah baby so uh and, oh and there's jack higher uh, get your uh, things are uh i'm glad you're prepared things are going show. off the rails quick for the show jack that's amazing and then of course Back in Denver, our trusty producer, Jordan. How are you doing, Jordan? Hello. Yes. We got a little studio ready, audience. And I got uh, not just regular studio audience. I got sexy studio sure, audience. Woo, studio audience, baby. Let me share my thing. What's up, fellas? And thanks for everybody joining us uh, wherever you are across the uh, intranets, as they say. Uh, we are here all the way in uh, Esteli, Nicaragua. Yeah. For Cigar Safari. I messed it up. True Estate compound here. Drew Estate compound, that's right. In La Grande Fabrica, yeah. the Drew Estate. La Grande Fabrica. All right, now I'm finally settled. How All many, right. how many uh, Tonyas deep are you guys? Uh, this is our number 30. No, you're shocking. <laughs> Last night was crazy, man. Everybody yeah, doesn't want to drink tonight. There were some things that were happening. I don't know if I want to say <laughs> as, a, as a salaried employee of Drew Estate how many I had. A few. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say things... Went sour around a, a tiny cowboy boot. I mean, it went. Yeah. Oh yeah, the boot, bro. Where's the boot at? Uh, we don't want to get too into. There's some stuff coming down the road. Can, that you, we add, can you do the boot bit, Jack? Is that too in the weeds? Uh, that's in the weeds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it's a secret right at this point. All we know is a tiny boot caused a lot of problems last we night. We bought a child's boot and uh, drank alcohol out of it. So. <laughs> that's right. As that's you like, should. That boot was kicking everybody's butt today. <laughs> Pedro was in on the action. I mean, he was in rare form last night. Oh, huh? Pedro was drinking, yes. drinking well, some apple I juice. did like four boots. Then now you can now that you can call that. <laughs> my man, what a week we have had! Oh my goodness, uh, it's been amazing. Uh, this is a great trip. We've got a, kind of a little a little bit of everybody on the trip. A lot mm -hmm. of people that have never gone on cigar safari. Mm -hmm. And in fact, uh, we'll have a couple of them join us at the end of the show to just kind of share what share what they thought as somebody who's you know never done it. Right. But Pedro, you've been doing this for a long time. How long have you been with Drew Estate? I have been with Drew Estate since August two thousand six. Woo! Mm. It's a long time ago, fourteen years. What wow. did you when you first started? What was your job? When I first started, uh, basically, you know, I was just a kid with a dream and looking for a job to help my family, 
and you know to help myself as well. Came to Drew Estate before before I came to Drew Estate looking for a job. I went to every cigar factory here in, in Esteli, and you know I would just there you know giving my resume and asking, hey, you guys have any job that you can give it to me? No, we don't have nothing. And okay, well this is my resume. So I came to 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 Drew Estate and. I got the opportunity to have the interview with Manuel Rubio, who is the operational manager of Drew Stein, and Nicolas Melillo, who was back in that time with us. Mm -hmm. So we, we went through the interview, then they said, well, we don't have nothing specific for you as a position, but no. if you want to work, come tomorrow. Mm. And basically, I was just running around, you know, uh, running errands for Drew Stein. Sweeping State. floors? Well, yeah. <laughs> Look at so you I now. was uh, the ice cream guy, the cake guy. I mean, whatever, man. The, the chauffeur. We need lunch. Yeah, I, you know, I better to go and get some lunch. And I was happily doing it. So my first year, I was pretty much running errands. A year after, they gave me the opportunity to be the operation manager assistant. Mm. And then from that point on, I started to learn a lot uh, how the factory operates. And then from there, uh, 2008, Jonathan gave me the tour to run cigar safaris. Mm. But one thing that I want to clarify first, back in those times, the people that were giving the tours, it was uh, Marvin Samuel, the co-founder of Drew okay. It was Jonathan Drew. Everybody knows him. It was Steve Sackham. It was mm. Nicolas Melillo. And I was there making sure that everything is running on point. I was observing as much as I could for them, and my, and my when the when we didn't have cigar safaris going on, I was the one giving the tours to the backpackers. So I was practicing and practice and bleeding everybody's ears, telling them all the beautiful thing that happens in this factory. And then after that, uh, in 2011, the company promoted me to be the director of international sales. By 2013, uh, Jonathan offered me the opportunity to go to the United States and work full-time for Drew Estate. Mm. And that was thanks to Cigar Safari. Because at that point, I have already met so many retailers and end consumers. Mm. So it was already a platform already built as a, a customer relationships. Mm. And then I went to the United States in 2013. From 2013 to 2015, I was still running the tours here in Nicaragua, and I was doing events all over the United States. And to me, it was that, you know, Cigar Safari was my baby. I give my 100% when I'm giving the tours. And it was a time when they said to me, hey, we need you in the United States doing the events the whole year around. And I took the challenge, and I trained Henry. Henry was my assistant, and then Henry took over. Henry and that I give me tours and everything. And now uh, we are bringing and reactivating Cigar Safari again. Mm -hmm. And they asked me to lead the tours. And of course, My it man. is like going back <laughs> to heaven. <laughs> God damn it, yes. <laughs> Now, and that's what I love, yes. And that's my little thing right there. <laughs> now, Pedro, you always, you're always on. Like, there's some days where you just kind of wake up. Like, this morning, you kind of, uh -huh. like, woke up. You're a little hungover. You're just like, uh, ah. And then you just go in and just boom. Or, like, some event. Like, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere and you have an event. You're tired. Right. How does that work where you just 
flip the well, switch. But the, you know, to me, I think uh, in life, you got to find your passion. And it doesn't matter how tired you are. Probably you are not sleeping well because you go from city to cities. Maybe you have a very crazy, beautiful, fun night the night before. But still, everybody, you know, when it comes to people that come to Nicaragua, to me, I give 120%. Yeah, okay. You're going to think about fucking Nicaragua, you're going to be thinking about my myself. If you're going to be thinking about Pedro, think about Nicaragua, think about Drew Estate. So if this is the first time for people to come to Nicaragua, I'm just going to make sure that people are, gonna back, are going to get the best experience ever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's the thing is like uh, when you come down here and you, if you've never done it before, you guys do, you know, you get the whole spectrum of, of the process, but it's not super detailed. I mean, this is, this is emphasis on fun. Right. I mean, this particular trip. There's all kinds of trips. Yes. And they're, they're all good. Well, you know, they, they, it might be an emphasis on learning, but this one is more, you know, geared towards, you know, the lifestyle and the having fun. But yet, you you know a lot about tobacco now. You yes. were you in tobacco before? Oh uh, well, you know, funny story. That's a good one right there. Uh, well, not funny story, true story. My dad. The last time I was having a conversation with him, and my dad grew up in Jalapa. My dad worked for maybe eight years when he was very little for Placencia and their farm. And then after that, my dad immigrated to, to Managua to look for a job, and he became a plumber. My older brother, he worked as a roller for another cigar company, Latin Cigars. And, he, and then me, before I was doing this, I was a saddle maker. Mm. So I learned how to make saddles when, well, I, I went to look for a job because growing up in a third world country, you know the opportunity is what you need. And everybody have dreams and expectations, but reality is reality, you know? So to me, yes, I spent like 10 years working for a saddle shop. Drop out school, by the way, I, I, when I get the, the job to be a, the apprentice in a saddle shop, I was the uh, go, how do you call it, go, go guy. I was running all the errands. Oh. Kind of like he's Right. In a bicycle. Oh, wow. <laughs> Carrying leather, you know, to, to, to the saddle shop. And, you know, it was it was very hard thing, you know, <laughs> but somehow you got to be strong. And I learned how to make saddles, but then I realized that. Did you make that me a saddle? I can make you a saddle, bro. Oh, you wow. you learned something, do bro. <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> And then two years, I dropped, for two years, <laughs> nobody needs to know what I'm doing with the saddle, right? I didn't, I didn't go to school, and then I realized that I didn't want to spend my whole life in a saddle shop making saddles. Mm. I went back to school. I attended to a public high school here in Esteli. I was going to school in the morning, going making saddles in the afternoon, studying for tests in, uh, at night. My goal was to be the best student, because I knew, as I was 10 years old, how hard life is. And God is amazing. I will never be where I am now without God. And he provided me an opportunity that changed my life and my family lives, which was a full scholarship to go to the United States. Mm. And that was the first time that I got to be in Iowa. <laughs> Beautiful experience, man. So uh, I went there. I learned. I didn't speak English whatsoever. 
And I was taking ESL classes, and at the same time, I was taking classes for the major that I applied, which was international commerce. Oh, really? Two years after I graduated, and I went back to Nicaragua, that was in August 2006. And I was determined not to go back to Saddle Shop, but I have to find something. Wow. Is that that? A, yeah, well, <laughs> I was bro. You yeah, know, it it was like yeah, so. God has been great. Yeah, I'm well, meant to that. Um, you know, you've been in the industry long enough to see all kinds of changes, mm -hmm. not just with you know the industry as a whole, but with Drew Estate. What are what are some of the things you know uh, strike you that are interesting that has changed since 2006 to to now? To now, uh. Good things or bad things? <laughs> well, you know, one thing that truly has impressed me, and I'm going to speak on behalf of Nicaragua, and every cigar company from Nicaragua is the growth that we have had as an industry. Because back in the days, it was Dominican Republic. My respect mm -hmm. to them, they make great cigars. Uh, my respect goes also to Honduras, that all they also make great cigars. But at that time, you know, Nicaragua is a country that we have been going through since so, so much struggle. And Esther Lee, we have been very blessed to have the tobacco industry here. And the companies and this town has been leading the industry that nowadays, you know, whoever tells you that I smoke cigar and they have never tried a Nicaraguan cigar, I don't know what they have been smoking. <laughs> oh, well, hey. You feel me? <laughs> And, and to me, it's a beautiful thing to see that growth. Yeah. That growth, not just in companies, that, that growth also is transferred to the people that live in town that they can better their standard of living. It's a beautiful right. thing, man. Yeah, that's you awesome. see people in bicycles, now you see them in motorcycles. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. You right. see people that used to live in cartoon houses, and now they have a concrete house. The, the industry has been bringing so much to this town that we are just grateful to be, be making the best goddamn cigar in the world. <laughs> now, the sad part that I have seen since 2006 was that before 2012, there was a lot of people coming into town, you know, creating new cigar brands, you know. It was cool to, to do that. And consumers going to the cigar store, hey, what is new? Nowadays, unfortunately, with the regulation and everything that has been that we have been going against with, with the FDA, it's very sad to see that they wanna kill an industry that doesn't uh, doesn't to kill an industry that has been very misunderstood. Right. Because why do we smoke cigars? We smoke cigars because life is good. But a lot of people, they only see the negative side. You only smoke cigar in a special location. It's not that you are going back to back with a cigar. You know, you smoke whatever your wallet tells you to smoke. Right. And, and, and sometimes, you know, people think that this is a, a, a habit, but this is a hobby. Two different things in two different countries. And to me, when we got people in Cigar Safari and you explain them everything that goes from seed to smoke to have a cigar like this in their hand and have a good time and celebrations and weddings, you know, even in your divorce day could be a shitty day, but fuck it. <laughs> life is not, you know, life is, a, is full of surprises. But right. somehow you find some you kind find of a way happiness. To get back yes. in the saddle. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, he's still Pedro, got it. I, I still, still got it. Got it. 
I know you got a lot of stuff going on, so I don't want to keep you too long. But right. today on the tour, at the end of the tour, you you gave this really cool inspirational sort of summary of all the things that go into you were talking about how many hands, but right. but to get to that point, you we were all you, holding hands during that part too. I didn't <laughs> you know, gave this, the people at home. You gave this great little summary. And I was just wondering if maybe you could. Give that quickie little summary from seeds. That quick little thing. Let me see how many people want to see this. You guys want to see the? Uh, you come on, man. Pedro's summary. If nobody says nothing, well, <laughs> you have to wait until you come to Cigar Safari. Oh. And then you will see what's going on. I'm sure they're all. <laughs> I'm sure they're all seeing it because there's like a 30 second delay. So <laughs> they're all. All right. So the thing is this. Um, how many people do you think have touched their hands? These cigars that you guys enjoy. A lot of people say 300. I don't know where the 300 number came from. Right. And everybody says 300. But to me, I kind of see things in a whole different perspective. Because when you make something by hand, it is something that brings passion, art, and hard work. And how can you measure that? There's no way how to measure that. And to me, when I was telling you guys, so how many people do you think has been, human hand has been touching the cigar that you guys enjoy? And forget about Drew, say cigars in general. And people say, you know, some people say a thousand, other people say a hundred, other people say 300, other people say 500. But to me, the recap that I did, and I, I always want to, just to be doing the tours, I was doing that presentation right at the end. So at the point you have seen everything, you know? So being a cigar society, we take the people to the tobacco fields, to the uh, cure barns, to the pre-industry, to the production floor. We blend cigars, you know. We see how people make cigars, the packaging department, the aging, everything, you know. So everything goes like this. The tobacco seed comes from the flower. Then from the flower, it goes to the seed beds. From the seed beds, out of the, uh, uh, it is going to pop out those beautiful baby plants. They got to start to work in those greenhouses with those baby plants. And then from there, they transplant the little baby plant that is like this big by hand into the tobacco fields. And then from that point on, they have to go and work in the fields, cleaning those plants up, taking the suckers out, irrigating the tobacco plant, making sure that the tobacco has all the nutrients that the tobacco needs, shaking every single plant, seeing that every, every plant is growing well to the point that the tobacco tells you, I'm ready to be prime. And then you got an army of people that goes into the fields and they start to pick one leaf at a time by hand. After that, that leaf goes in trays and goes in tractors and then the tractor takes those trays full of leaves, tobacco leaves, to the uh, cure barns. That point in the cure barn, you got another army of people that are taking one leaf at a time with a needle and a string, and it goes to the central vein, and they hand the tobacco, put the tobacco in cuches, sticks, and then they give those sticks to the people that are in the top, hanging all that tobacco. After that, the tobacco has been already cured. The tobacco goes into the fermentation when you build pilons, and the pilons, you break it down, the pilons, every eight days, every 12 days, and everything is by hand. Everything is by hand. There is no machine, there is no robot, there is no nothing. And then after that, you got people that come and check the tobacco bells, and the tobacco bells goes to the production floor. The production floor give it to the bodegas. The bodegas wait or count the leaf. 
If this is a grapper, they defend the grapper, and they after that the grapper goes into the rollers, and then you got binder goes that goes into the boncheros, then you got fillers that goes into the boncheros as well. The boncheros take one lead at a time to create the blend that has been already set. And then at the end, you have the supervisor that comes and check every single cigar one by one. Here at Drew Stay, the set the, the production from today is gonna be checked in the, the following day. And then you got supervisor that they are checking one single cigar, every one, one by one, making sure that every cigar is good. Then the cigar goes to the aging cold room, and then from the aging cold room, it goes to the sorting table. You sort the cigars by color to make a beautiful presentation once you open a Drew Stay box. And then after that, the cigar goes to the packaging department when you see ladies that are adding the last touch, putting the cigar in cello, I mean, putting the bands, putting the cigar in cello, going to the boxes, and then it goes, the boxes goes into the master cases. Then after that, the master cases, you know, are carrying to the container, and the container, it goes to Miami warehouse. Mm -hmm. And then from there, based on the orders that we already got from that day, we start to break it down one box at a time to ship it to different stores all across the United States. And then from that point, you got people that get their cigars somewhere in Chicago, maybe in Washington, maybe in Iowa, maybe in Europe, maybe I don't know where, you know. <laughs> at the end of the day, they put that, those cigar boxes in their walking humidor. And then you got the regular end consumers that goes and wow. try to pick which cigar they gonna smoke? At the end of the day, it is fucking unfair to say that the cigar has been touching for X amount of hands because this beautiful thing is a handmade product that only God knows how many hands has been oh, touching wow. the cigar that I enjoy tonight. Oh, that was well masterful. Done, masterful. Hey, before you go, Pedro, uh -huh. and I want to thank you for taking the time on this uh, Friday night, Smoke Night Live. What, what's your favorite underground? Taking the time, like you get the other yeah. <laughs> your, favorite, your favorite underground cigar. Let's see. Mm. Okay, okay. Say that, Well, I got a story for you, bro. <laughs> Last year, I got invited to go to Inter Tabac, which is a trade show similar Ooh. to the PC. So go yeah. there and, you know, build customer relationship for Drew Stan. I was very happy to go there because... I have five years, the company wasn't taking me there. I was like, well, if I'm going to go there, I got to take a very special cigar. Matter of fact, my favorite one. And I'm going to say this because you're here and you as well, but it's Undercrown Dot. Yeah. I was giving those cigars to people from everywhere in Europe, and everybody was like, oh my God, I have seen this cigar so many times. But they never tried. But never had the opportunity Look to buy it because you. we don't sell dogma in Europe. Nice. Look at you. It is like, hey, how are you? This my guy. name is Pedro. You know, you know, hey, this thank, is taking Pedro, thank here. God you stopped making saddles, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I said today, hey, I brought something special for, for you Ooh. from Drew Stay Fight. And then everybody will, oh my God, he's going to give me a Liga Priva. No, motherfucker, he's the underground document. <laughs> and then everybody's like, holy shit, you made my day. <laughs> the king of the underground, baby. Nice. All right, man. Hey, uh, Pedro. Hey, yo, everybody. Yes. Life is too short. Keep the smoking what you like to smoke. Yes. Thank oh, you, Pedro. Boom. <laughs> Make sure to unhook the mic. Thank you, brother. Pedro Gomez, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of negative comments, and it's not out of it's not out of the blue. I'm not that tired. Yeah. I look. I don't look great. You're not being funny enough. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna sit where Pedro was sitting here. Oh, that's uh... Jack. How you doing?
<laughs> well, which, which way are you? Let's bring, uh, <laughs> let's bring our next guest on the show. What do you, guys, what are you guys smoking? Uh, I've got the, uh, boy, the Nicaragua Classico. It's delicious. Oh, show them what we got, Eric. Guys. I did. Oh, no, the audience, you mean? Ryan, when you're on your way over here, can you grab that? Doggies. Actually, I'm smoking a Dogma and my 2018. Whoa. Oh, no, that's Jordan's double fist. So when you put this, bit. this little clippy goes on the right Which side. one's better? The Dogma. No, I'm, I'm not putting your <laughs> here. All right, folks. Uh, coming up next. And away I go. Jack, you, I'm going to let you. Uh, yeah, coming up next. Be, is, little, uh, be funny, Jack. My Jace. favorite, my favorite co-worker. Um. Yeah, right there. You're good. That's money. This is Ryan Gallimore, uh, manager of consumer engagement and uh, yeah. king of Detroit. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, Ryan, you're a relatively new. Uh, Drew Where are the new guys? The new guys. Yeah, the, the new guys. The new guys. The new guys. Yeah. But uh, so what do you think so far? What's what's it like being uh, you? You got a lot of responsibility dealing with. Well, me. <laughs> well, he's not responsible for me, but some of my actions, you know, they fall on him. Yeah, jumping in the pool last night. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a good decision. A rainy Tona party? There was Tonya that was raining down. But again, yeah. you know, this is, I'm, I'm working down here. Yeah, I got to make sure. Fair, it's, fair. it's called content creation. You were keeping the consumers engaged. I was keeping the consumers engaged, of course. Yeah, with uh, shots out of a boot. <laughs> the boot was a huge hit. We might, huge have to, hit. might have to integrate that into various. Uh, yeah. So you've been kind of, uh, you know, dealing a lot with Safari. I know you're, you guys are all excited to see it coming back. Yeah. Absolutely. This year is just sort of, uh, kind of like priming the the wheels again, kind of getting things rolling for next year. Is that yeah. Yeah. We're trying to uh, revamp everything. Uh, we're glad to be back here in Nicaragua. It's a uh, it's a beautiful country. Um, one of the things when I joined back at Georgia State, I said, "Man, we gotta get this back going." And and John agreed, and we worked with the team with Gary and on and and all the people here in Nicaragua with Pedro and Henry, and, and we were able to get this thing back rolling. Um, we want to do it in the right way. We want to get a test phase. And uh, who's, who's Oh, you miss your boy Ronnie Haisha. Oh, Haisha's <laughs> on the house. Uh-oh, Michigan folks. <laughs> there we go. Can you uh, shoot it? So, so we want to get it back going, and we wanted to open it up and do a few test runs, run through the kinks again. We haven't done it in a year and a half. And then we hired a new guy, Francisco, who's going to be helping run the tours here soon. And you guys have got to meet Francisco in the correct. last three days. So we've just been uh, upgrading some things and, you know, getting the experience ready for the next consumers to come down next year. Yeah. How, do you remember going on your first safari yeah. back in the day? Yeah. Was it a lot different than now? Or It was. I mean, I went on the second from last group before we shut it down. Mm. So I was here and uh, – I, I, it was different, but it was the same. I mean, it was oh, so just, your first safari was just like a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Two years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've been to many factories and stuff, but nothing like Drew State. And I'll tell you this though: when I came here, I was actually I did a live video here. I forgot which group I was doing it with, and I had stated it was the best experience in premium cigars I've ever witnessed. And now being able to work with Drew State and bring that same experience and try to elevate it, make it new, make it fresh, create new swag create that ultimate experience, I mean, it's a blessing in disguise just to be able to come back in my next safari to be working with your estate. So it's right. awesome. Now, Ryan, you've been around the block. You got so tell two people, blocks. Tell two people, blocks. Tell, you've been hustling since day one. Tell people your background and what, you know, the your life and cigars before you got to do this. Well, it all started with my mom. 
Yeah, I got yeah. that. Yeah, your dad. Yeah, my dad. Well, he was there somewhere, yeah. So, no, I, uh, I grew up in Michigan, and um, I moved to Texas. Started smoking cigars down there. A guy gave me a cigar and uh, moved home, and there was a cigar store hiring, and I, I joined that cigar shop. It was an um, opportunity uh, opened up for me. Um, spent three years there. Had the opportunity to start a brand. Um, I won't get into that. And then I worked in distribution. I started doing some distribution in Michigan, working with a lot of accounts in Michigan and Ohio, and always stayed connected with Jonathan, always stayed connected with consumers. And when the opportunity came that he wanted somebody to come in and mm -hmm. um, help manage the department, he had a void. Mm -hmm. And so I got the opportunity to do it, and here I am. Now, Ryan, you're also getting just happy. Jordan, Ronnie can you pump some of these? He's yeah. destroying you. Keep an eye on the screen. <laughs> 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 he's oh, ripping you a new one that's just not right <laughs> Ryan I remember we met you way back in the day Rodua right? yeah uh, he was talking about Martin Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest we still talk about it we got into a long <laughs> discussion about the goal, goal best goalies in the world like, you're a hockey guy yeah a little bit yeah, like hockey. yeah Detroit guy yeah with hockey town well, well <laughs> not anymore yeah, yeah. you know I mean the Avalanche had how many cups in the 90s well, we have, we have, we have one in the 90s, one in the 2000s. Yeah, we had like four by that time. <laughs> we don't have to get into it. Fact check, fact check, untrue. Well, let's talk about now. Do you realize that the, the Red Wings have the worst season since like 92 right now? You know, he didn't want to talk about of anybody. <laughs> not, not, just their, not just their own organization, of any team. We're working on it. We're well, rebuild. Now rebuild. that we're now that Ryan's on the on the hot plate, I want to talk to you about your passion in life, calendars. Where did this all start? Now for the for the people that are outside of the loop, Ryan is obs obsessed with calendars. Nothing gets done unless it's on a calendar, and he will not. I don't think you have any information in your head. It's just all on a physical calendar. That you stand up and look at. It. Where did this start? I'm Am a, I making this into more of a thing than it is? I like to be organized. He loves calendars. My calendar. I mean, a, <laughs> I like a, how you say calendar. It's a big part of what I do at Drew Estate too. Though I work with um, the ambassadors that we have with oh, Willie, Pedro, JD, to find out where we send them, where they can go, what territories we get them out to. So maintaining that calendar is very important to me because it's important to you guys. I could uh, tell you that Pedro's coming out in June and he's actually in Hawaii when he's supposed to be in Alabama. That's a big mistake. So the calendar is my. Uh, that would kind of stink if he thought important. if he thought he was going to Hawaii and then he showed up. And no offense to Alabama, but you know that's, that's a very different. You pack very differently for those two trips. Just showed up to Alabama with like a Hawaiian shirt on and like the lay. So yeah, cal calendar is important. The other thing is, I love to write my notes on the back of my calendars. So this please, is a great story. Uh, don't throw one away. of our coworkers. So he keeps sending Ryan, okay, here's the updated calendar. Here's the updated calendar. So Ryan is just writing notes on the backs of these calendars. So he, our coworker, Eric, sees this giant stack of old calendars and threw it away. He's like, what are we doing all these? <laughs> I don't have any information that's not on the back of a calendar. All my notes. <laughs> oh. Well, that proved to be a bad decision. <laughs> now, Ryan, another big part of your department, what you handle, is coming up soon. It's the... The barn smokers. The barn smokers. Now, I've never been here. You've never no, been I've never been here. We might have to. We're correcting Neither that. Neither one of you have been. Neither, no. Jordan hasn't been. Whoa. Do you guys have tickets? Well, I, I would hope. You would <laughs> I would hope that I get in. 
We're working on we're working on getting them out to one. I'll be honest. I work um, directly with Gary in our office, and Gary really does do all the barn smoker logistics. He's handled it in and out for the last few years, and he's phenomenal at it. The kid, um, I say kid, we're the same age, but Gary really knows what he's doing. Logistics, getting the right vendors, getting the alcohol there, getting That's the key. coffee guys there, um, making sure you guys have the right cigars, the right swag, the right experience. He handles all of it, and he does a very, very good job. And for you guys who have been, you've experienced it. For you who have it, we'd love to have you out. Um, I'm sure we're going to have some contests throughout the year with our dojo, maybe give out some tickets for you guys. And definitely when Eric's out there, we'll definitely make sure we have a few dojo fans in the house. All right, so before you, before you leave, because I know there's a lot of stuff going on out there in the, uh, in the lobby. Who, there who won the contest? Uh, Mike Lanaza won third. Okay, so first, second loser. First was Mark. Okay. Out of Pittsburgh. And second was, I don't even remember who won second. Yeah, yeah. If you're not first, you're last. I was watching you guys. <laughs> I know. I was, Pedro got emotional. Dude, and everyone was, everyone was like, Jackson, I'm talking, like, Pedro's like, Pedro's singing a song. He can't. But he, he like, was talking about that. the saddles and like. It he was, told you about everything in Cigar Safari. Like, why should you come now? Like, <laughs> yeah, you I, give it all away. <laughs> besides giving out League of Legends. No, I, oh, yeah, this was, this was our dinner cigar. Oh, oh hello. I mean, yeah. Oh, Canada. Look at that, baby. Now, they're not available in Canada. Oopsie daisy. Well, that, was, that was just his phrase. You know, like, oh, Canada. So, so Ryan, what's, what, is, what is the biggest challenge, you know, working with Jack? Is it, <laughs> was, that, was that an adjustment when you, you, you found out that he was so going to be working the, with you the, on a daily basis? My first interaction with Ryan was not like, hey, how's it going, Jack, the new guy. I, Ryan walks into where I sit in my office and goes, what are you, Joe's assistant or something? <laughs> That's what he said. He was like, nice to meet you. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. But we, you know, we, we hit it off. No, we get along good. I think. We, uh, me and Jack actually both are in Miami alone. So <laughs> what we do is go to Caribbean cigars. Caribbean and... cigars and dim sum. And dim sum. Oh, and you guys man. are rooming dim here sum. together. You're, you're uh, yeah. Nice. There's, there's been some well, interesting. Last night. Dim sum on the couch. <laughs> so the first night, Ryan can fall asleep in the middle of a sentence. So we were having a conversation, and Ryan goes like this. He's like, here's the problem with that man. <laughs> and then when I wake up, he goes, here's the problem with that man. It just won't work that way. Finish the conversation six hours later. He just like, he had the same. <laughs> it's like literally like you just put the power button off. Like, <laughs> But my sleep apnea got the best of you. The oh, my day. goodness. He, you like, like, you're like fighting like for life while you sleep. Like, you're like, ah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you don't realize is I'm trying to hold that sentence back <laughs> until I wake up. Like I want to tell you the rest of the story. You're 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 uh, hustling so hard that you're in your sleep. You're grinding, <laughs> <laughs> clinging to life sometimes. Uh, all right, Ryan. Well, hey man, want well, to thank you so much for yeah, being on Smoke you. Night Live, brother. Thanks thank for having us. Thank you for coming out to Cigar Safari with Look at that hand. Look at that. It just in it dwarfs. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan is seventy five feet. Mid-show commercial break. This show is sponsored oh, by... Can I do this as Ryan? Can I read this as Ryan? Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. This show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. Check their online calendars for their various <laughs> events and promotions. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes including the brand-new exclusive Cabanas crafted by Don Pepin Garcia, who is not as great as Martin Brodeur <laughs> or Chris Osgood, various 
Detroit Tigers players. <laughs> in Detroit, there's a rep named Michael Anaza. He gets on my calendar all the time. Don't forget to check their social media pages, which I don't believe in because I'm Ryan Gallimore, <laughs> including YouTube, where they favorite, where they feature cigar reviews, interviews, and the famous weekly top five videos. Check out JR Cigars for all your premium cigar needs. Wow, that was I, his voice. That was that. the best read we ever had. <laughs> Come on around, Jack, Rex. Jack, the uh, the people need to know what's going on with Flat Coopy 2.0. Okay, so um, the help, flat coopy too. Rex so Rex, this microphone goes. This side is on the right, and you just pop it right here. Probably would be a good spot for it. Maybe lower than your beard because you might get beard. <laughs> right, yeah, there. That's my good. You might get beard feedback. Yeah, yeah. Get beard <laughs> feedback. So now, so flat coopy 1.0, I printed and then laminated, and I uh, mm. flat coopy 2.0. It's magnet. I actually ordered a. a bunch of magnets. Uh, I, I did some really good uh, testing down here, and I have a prototype for Flat Coopy 3.0, and also, also some ideas for well, Flat some, Coopy. Some people might not even know what Flat Coopy is. So, uh, our good friend William Cooper, and by the way, Rex, welcome to the show. Sorry, Thank we, you. We just put a mic on you, and he's like, <laughs> hey, don't talk. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll introduce him here in a sec. Um, so, you guys are too fast with the change-ups. Yeah. Yes. Some in between so, time. So William Cooper, uh, for the longest time, was annoyed because cigar guys bragged about how much they traveled. So they'd always be in the airport, like, heading to Tampa for the weekend, which, you know, it serves a purpose because maybe they have friends in Tampa. But exactly. So it became, it got, it almost went full 180 that now what we do is we post, like, pictures intentionally calling out Coop. And now I have created these flat Coopies to promote the Coop brand. And I was told that I won the primetime award for best airport selfie 2019. So I'm really working hard. But on... just to explain that, a flat Coopy. It's like is... a flat Stanley. Like if you remember a... flat Stanley. Yes. So that's also, I people probably... would People would travel around, take pictures with the. Yes. Yeah, so uh, so you, you would ha you would have like your little grade school and you'd send around flat Stanley. You know, maybe you have a cousin that's in the military and he takes a picture from wherever he <laughs> is. And that... So I have been. So flat, flat Coopies, you're thinking this is going to be a pretty big, big deal. Well, I don't know if it makes any sense for Drew Estate or me to even be doing this. Yeah, or... at, at this point, it looks like you've like used the full resources of Drew Estate to pull off. <laughs> I, to be honest, I did. Like I was on Photoshop. <laughs> I was like, like it's the only thing that I've executed flawlessly. As a Drew <laughs> like if I could, if that was, if they told me to do that, I could be like, look at what we've done with this. But it doesn't really tie to my job. How, how does um, one get a flat coopy? Is this like so this is something you gotta work on because I don't know if I want to buy a ton more of these because they were <laughs> actually way more expensive than it. We'll work that out. I mean, maybe we could have you guys just sell them, but I don't know. Right now, it's just, it's only, you know, it's, it's flat kind of invite diplomat stories. Yeah, it's strictly flag. We do. I'll do a raffle video <laughs> once a month. And if you post four mm. airport selfies, then you're, mm. you're eligible for the raffle. I have some mm. right now. I'm just kind of giving them to people. Inventory's a little low. Inventory's a little low, but it's selective. <laughs> you know, you can't, no, you can't just go out. You can make your own flat coopies. I'll no. work on how to get that out there. Maybe we'll sell them, but I don't know if it's weird for Drew Estate to. Uh, whatever. We'll uh, figure out the next phase. Maybe we'll Moving sell on. We could, You know, we could probably make that work. Yeah. Did you say make it work better? Yeah. So, guys, uh, we thought it'd be fun to bring a couple guys on that have some interesting uh, uh, stories about, A, what they do in the cigar industry, and, B, both of the guys that we're going to bring on at the end of the show have never been on a, a cigar safari before. So we thought it would be fun 
to sort of get their perspective, talk a little bit about what they thought of the experience and such. So our first one is Rex Mercer. Now you're with uh, Copper Canyon yes. in Indiana. Yeah, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yep. And so you guys have a couple of uh, cigar stores. Yep, we have two right now and working on others at the moment. Right, so I mean basically, pretty much you have a bunch of guys here at least a couple guys with the store yeah and everybody says like dude rex he's he's a superstar he's our guy i try, I try man he, he's our guy so <laughs> and we were talking earlier rex you you haven't been in in the cigar business that long the business no, part of it mostly a consumer yeah yeah so it kind of gives me a different perspective on it and right. uh i've loved Drew estate since the beginning so as a consumer i've been a fan since Boy, I think like 2011 is when I first started. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just fell in love with Drew Estate because uh, it was a different experience. Yeah. You know, coming from a, a younger generation of cigar smokers, uh, they embraced me. You know, they embraced the weirdness in me, I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> they definitely, we definitely embraced the weirdness. That's, yeah. that's kind of how I got to where I am. Now, before I ask you about, you know, what you, you know, some of your favorite parts of Safari, can you put into words or describe at all what happened last night? <laughs> and there again, are, I would, there I would advise. There was so much. <laughs> it went from zero to 100 in like four minutes. At one point, I, threw a, I did a Stone Cold Steve Austin thing, and I threw one of the empty cans, and it landed on the roof. And then the beer was dribbling out of the roof. And I was underneath it drinking the beer <laughs> under the roof. Now, Rex, you were, a good, you were a good sport because when we all dove into the swimming pool, you you you're right in there with us. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. That's a once in a lifetime experience right there. You you ended up having to spend seven thousand dollars on products. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we should talk about that. <laughs> Like I said, it escalated very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think that we scheduled an event where oh, I'm maybe. coming. Yeah, I think I'm coming. At one point, I was like, bro, you're my best friend. We just get each other. There's some stuff that I don't know yeah. that either of us really remember. Uh, you know, it, it ended in spooning. Yeah, yeah oh, whatever. <laughs> so you've never been on Safari before, but you've always been a fan. Get, talk about two or three things that struck you. You know, besides, <laughs> <laughs> don't even start. <laughs> talk, talk about three, three, two or three things that like struck you about the tour that were, you know, interesting. Maybe something you didn't know or something that impressed you. I mean, you know, when guys come down there that have never done this, what are they gonna see? What are some of the things that like are amazing to you? It just blew my mind. Like, especially the staff over at Drew State, uh, all the rollers. Uh, it is a well-organized, well-oiled machine. And not only that, everybody's so happy. You could tell how much they appreciate everything Drew Estate does for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was probably the biggest moment for me. Mm -hmm. it, it just, you know, it hits you in the feels, man. Oh, what, wow. What, 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 what was your favorite sort of part of the tour? <laughs> the, the farm stuff, the, 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 the processing of the tobacco, the rolling of the cigars, the aging rooms, whatever. Uh, the aging rooms were amazing. Yeah. It was, uh, he just looked and he saw cigars like as far as I could see. It was, it was mind-blowing. And then you the went to the next aisle and there was more cigars until you could possibly see. And there was four or five aisles. And then you went to another room and it was a whole other section. Right. It was absolutely amazing. Right. And then, 
of course, you know, getting to meet everybody. You know, we've known each other for a long time on Facebook. Yeah, you know, we go way know, back. Way back. And we got to meet in person for the first time. It was, it's awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of camaraderie. I, that, so, like, it's normally, normally we take, like, a dojo crew down, which is a blast. But there, it and was. You know everybody when you do that one this way. Right. This was kind of a fun for a different reason because we got to meet a lot of people that we didn't know before. Yeah. You being one of them. And um, so, like, uh, when you when you go back now and you go back to your shop and you're working with customers, do you think, like, you'll have, you know, stories to oh, tell, better yeah, appreciation? Yeah, I have a for... way better perspective of it. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. And when you go and see the things, I mean, they have clinics for the people. They provide transportation, uh, low low interest loans for transportation. Uh, you can see how it affects everything around them, you know, and uh, it's amazing. And you got to blend your own cigar. What'd you What'd you blend up? Uh, a spicy boy. Ooh, yeah. spicy, spicy boy. boy. Yep. Was it at Lonsdale? <laughs> yes, it was a Lonsdale. Uh, Ecuador Habano and uh, lots of spicy filler and binder. Yeah. So we're gonna see how it turns out. I'm not <laughs> well, sure. You guys are having a contest, correct? Yes, we're gonna have a huge contest. Uh, pick people to judge, and then uh, possibly hand out a trophy. Oh my! So the we'll, we'll incorporate this in the event that I committed to and twenty Tonys be, deep. Yeah, <laughs> that might be another interesting time. <laughs> Hey, uh, real quick, um, one one interesting thing. Tell folks about the humidor at the the store that you work at. I think that's a really yeah, cool. Yeah. So so the coolest thing about our shop is we put it in an old bank building, and we converted a vault, and this is like an old 1960s vault. So it was meant to handle money. Three and a half feet of concrete all the way around, tore out all the deposit boxes, lined it with the most beautiful Spanish cedar, and then I got the honor to fill it. Mm. So it's a dream come true. And so when you walk through oh it, you're gosh. walking through a big, thick metal oh, bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you cannot, I cannot even describe how well it holds humidity. Mm. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, three and a half feet of concrete. Oh, Every you know you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a beautiful concept. It's just beautiful. That's so awesome. That that is that's a, also you said something that's kind of a isn't that kind of every cigar guy's dream that there, somebody's just like, hey, this room, oh, yeah. we need to fill it with cigars. Oh yeah, I was like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like, you said you were gonna do it for free. Yeah, when they first found me, you know, they wanted somebody to help them out, and uh, they were like, well, we'll pay you to consult. And I'm like, you don't need to do that, man. This is a dream. <laughs> this is a dream. Everybody's wanting to do this, man. There's no way. Well, that's awesome. Hey, man. Rex, I'm so glad we got to meet you. Thank you, guys. Shout so out much. the shout out the store locations. Tell people where to find you, man. Yes, we're in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and we're also in Auburn, Indiana. Right. Uh, we also have a local cigar club called uh, Fort Wayne Cigar and Pipe Club. So nice. And your shop one more time, just in case the people. Uh, uh, shop is Copper Canyon. Copper, Copper Canyon. Canyon. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Rex Mercer, the guy can drink out of a boot. <laughs> tell you that right now. Thanks, Rex. <laughs> boot. Good. <laughs> But I like it. So this goes on the right side. I, I like mean, it. You, you don't hear it. You don't like it. So you can just kind of well, smack it on because we don't really like. hear that audio. So like the. Oh, by the way, there's some sort of like locust in here that attacked me yeah. for a second. There are bugs here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bob the Cigar Guy.
How you doing, Bob? Howdy, how y'all doing? <laughs> so quiet. No, I'm not. I'm excited to be here because Woo! Oh my gracious! <laughs> We're in Cigar Safari in Esteli, Nicaragua. Are you kidding me? And before you even ask me the question, what's the greatest thing? I got to meet the dojo dudes. Are you kidding me? I mean, these people legit, I think they have one of them stars and footprints on Man Square Ooh. or the Chinese <laughs> theater or the yeah. Jiffy store around the corner. But there's <laughs> cement hands got involved. And there's a boot print. I don't understand why. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, Bob, Bob, I love you. Bob, you know what's cool? And we'll talk about we'll talk about your YouTube channel and stuff in a second. But what's cool is you, like me, work with your son. Your son's here as well. The chief and, and we work together. I am so blessed. Um I tell him that he is I'm, I'm like Paris Hilton, not that I have that figure, but he's more <laughs> like Kim Kardashian because you know Paris Hilton had her show. And then all of a sudden she disappeared, and then Kim Kardashian was the assistant, and now she is sitting in trash bags. And Stephen does that regularly. <laughs> so um, he's just he's just phenomenal and amazing, and I am just so in awe of the greatness he's going to be when he when he quits hanging around Tony people. <laughs> <laughs> Tony people. <laughs> that's like a Jordan like Turner. <laughs> so hey. Uh, Talk about Cigar Safari. What did you think? This is your first go around. You never did it before. It is phenomenal. You can give the the pat answer, which is a true answer, saying, you know what? I got to go see the factory. I got to hang out um, in this gorgeous environment, watching the sunrise from the mountains, and just and and all that. You can talk about the the warm fuzzies, where you talk about all the relationships you have and the feelings that you get from all the connections. It's the actual connections. The fact that when you come here. Whoever the the Drew Estate superstars are, you know, you got Willie here, you got Gary here. Of course, you have Boot Boy here. Uh, <laughs> Boot Boy, <laughs> the, the Einstein of cigars, self-proclaimed. Um, you know, it's it's and it's all access. They eat lunch with us, they hang out with us. They're they're in and out, and they're talking about their lives and asking about yours. And it's just amazing that you can get that personal connection. But the thing that's going to leave a mark on me, the thing that that's going to change me, or that has changed me is that I got to see, I know a bunch of hands roll cigars. I understand that, 200, 300 hands. But I got to see the faces and the eyes and the hearts of the hands. And so when I'm smoking a cigar, it's almost to me a responsibility to take time to enjoy that cigar, whether I'm enjoying it with friends, whether I'm enjoying it by myself or whatever. But, you know, I, a phone call rings and I'm not going to get busy and just put the cigar down and get rid of it because it's almost like all those people wasted their time mm. and their passion and the craftsmanship and the generations that go into it. And the fact that if the FDA squashes everything like it's trying to, over 40% of all the people here, 165,000 people, work <coughs> in the tobacco industry. And if the tobacco industry is not needing cigars anymore, then they won't have jobs. And this is third world. Dogs and, and, and horses in the street and, and you know cobblestone, everything. This is this is their their step up. This is their future. And, and, and Drew Estate does a great job by giving them medical. By giving them, um, you know, all the uniforms were nice. It wasn't like they were they were dressed down. And if they weren't wearing the smocks or whatever, the Drew Estate logo, they were dressed up nice. It's not. Oh and, yeah. And, you know, they took pride in what they did, and that was that was amazing. And they worked so stinking hard, and they do so much with so little. So that's a very short answer. Guys are frozen a little bit. We're frozen a little bit. Oh, there we go. You, there's the studio audience. Hey, you're back. We've, hey, where's, there we your, go. where's your expect, expectations that you had that 
you know, you were thinking to yourself that you perceived how it would be and then you got here and that was different for you? Absolutely. I thought the factory was going to be smaller. Um, I thought the experience was going to be enjoyable. I've watched the videos on YouTube about it and this and that, and it does not do it justice. Um, I only have one single complaint about the whole thing. Every expectation was met and exceeded beyond anything I could think of, except for one small thing. We're Americans. I need two ply. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> that's I need two <laughs> I'm also feeling a little bit of that pain because they feed you a lot. They feed you a lot of food, and as as the chief would say, they have John Wayne toilet paper. Doesn't take crap off of nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, you have lots of Esteli bathroom stories, right? I do. I don't know. If I want to, tell. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, okay, okay. I don't know if I want to tell. Them. But you I'm have just... them. Let's tell this this cigar safari one. That's oh, this was the, this, this was the worst thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm in the, the far rooms on the end. I think I'm in the tobacco room, something like that. So I, f I go to flush the toilet, and I was a, it was a one. It was a one job. I want that on the record. <laughs> it was a one job. And the handle just, like, sticks. And the water just starts rising. Like, it's not stopping. And I'm like, uh-oh, this is not good. And I can't. I'm, like, I'm trying to open stuff up, and I can't figure it out. So I'm like, whoa, we're going to have problems here soon. So it's, the water is now going above the line of the toilet. So and we're I'm getting like, ready to leave. It's like tomorrow. It's like we're all right, guys. Go back to your rooms, and I'm like, all right, gotta go to the bathroom real quick before we leave. So I grab like a towel. I'm like, okay, I'll grab a towel, and then we'll go to phase two. I'll find somebody to fix this. So I walk out of the door to the bathroom, and click, click, the door goes behind me. I turn around, and I lock the door. <laughs> and I don't have a key. There's not a key to this door. So I have a towel in my hand. I hear the water running, and then I look down, and the water is starting to come underneath the door. And I'm like. Uh oh <laughs> so I throw down the towel in front of the door and then I can't even find like people are literally like loading up on the bus and I'm like oh this is not good and I go around I try to find I'm like Edward can we please get this going with it and before he even finds somebody you start to see water now falling like it's like going into the rooms like people are trying to get out of their rooms and it's, and it's going like down the steps it's like flooding the entire and then I was like it's like the scene in Titanic oh my god I was like this is things are not good and then I just left. Like, I just, like, grabbed my thumb and left. And I was like, well, I'll never see these people again. And now, you know, here I am apologizing. Now, I did I did tip pretty heavily for that, know, yeah. that incident. <laughs> but <laughs> it was so bad. Now, Bob, Sir. you got to tell some people about the things you're doing on your YouTube channel. We got a small YouTube channel. It's called Bob Scar Guy. Um, just country fellers that aren't really good at reviewing cigars, but we're entertaining. Uh, we're family friendly. We really push ourselves as we're we're a channel that you can go to and you could watch it. And if your sweetie walks in the room or your kids walk in the room, you don't say, "Oh, you cut it off." It's you know we we try to be positive and encouraging all the time. We um we just have a great time. We review cigars. Uh, we do crazy challenges. Um, we don't break toilets. Um, <laughs> We don't drink off beers off the roof. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that was one time. Bob, you kept it together last night, but your son. Well. Well. <laughs> I took him to the dark side, and there was no return. <laughs> uh, no, Bob, so you have a couple different shows. Your son has a show he does live. Chief Talk on Thursdays at 8.15. Okay. It's on our channel. It goes a couple hours, um, and he'll smoke a couple cigars. 
it's it's like it's 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 like what you're doing. I mean, I I knew about you, but now now that you know, I've started looking at what y'all are doing. It's kind of the same kind of thing. We're building a community of a culture of of encouragement where we don't have to beat everybody down. And just because somebody likes something over something else doesn't mean that it's not it's not great for them. Just because it's not great for me. One of the catch lines we use is it's your money, your palate. Um, it's not my job as a to tell you if it's good or bad. It's in flavors, mm. construction, yes, burn, yes, draw, yes. But as as flavors. If you like something that's extremely peppery or leathery or raisiny, and I don't, it's not my responsibility to tell you that. So we we work hard in just trying to encourage and, and give people the opportunity to just make differences in their lives and lives of people around. And how can folks find you on YouTube? Bob the Cigar Guy. Bob the Cigar. You guys are in South Carolina? Travelers Rest, South Carolina, near Greenville, right about North Carolina border. Compare compare that to Esteli. What do you, What are the major differences besides the ply of the toilet paper? We got good toilet paper because <laughs> we, we put gravy on most things, and um, we have we have things that had parents at every meal. Um, things that had parents, <laughs> right? Um, I'm a secondhand vegetarian. <laughs> the things that I eat eat vegetables, so it counts. If you put gravy on it, it doesn't matter. Uh, I hope my doctor's not watching. This. Um, but um, it is. It is a, uh, on the edge of a rural community. Greenville um, is a big town, uh, good size. Um, we're a little smaller, uh, but it is nothing like this. Uh, we got roads and we have lights. Roads is and, good. You know, Walmart. We got a Walmart. <laughs> so we're big time in South Carolina. When you got a super Walmart, stays up 24 hours, but you're in. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Saks Fifth Avenue, right? I'm trying to the people at Walmart videos, but I can't get the thong high enough. <laughs> but um, work. Did I say we're family friendly? <laughs> some families. So you got to we got to spend some time in downtown Esteli. It's a charming town, right? It's a charming small town. It's neat little roads. People hustle, bustle. It's fun to hang out. Yeah, there was a truck yesterday, Jordan. You would you would have absolutely loved it. There was a truck that drove by and it just had like 15 pigs in the back. We, I, I, I saw this. <laughs> it was I, amazing. I loved it. <laughs> I said in that video. Oh, I was like, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, that was a pig mobile. It's crazy. Right, two or three of your most favorite things of the cigar safari. The people. Not just the Drew Estate people, but the fact that everybody's here for one purpose and that's just to, to enjoy themselves and to learn more and go deeper into this culture. And everybody's been welcoming and opening, you know, hey, come sit at my table where we can lunch together. It's not like you felt like you're in a click, which was great. Another thing was was the service and and the quality of it. Even though we're in a third world, and, and if you went outside these gates, it looks totally different than in here. But here, it's just, it's an oasis. It's, um, we got to get on a plane and go back home and, and live our real lives, which is going to be difficult. Um, and then just seeing the passion of the Drew Estate hierarchy for the people that make the cigars. I didn't know this, the little brujito, mm -hmm. is that right? The, I didn't like that logo. Um, the first Drew Estate event I went to when I was <coughs> smoking cigars, just hanging out, um, that's what I won, that cutter and that hat, and I very quickly gave it away because I just didn't, I want an underground song. The old El Brujito. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. want any witchcraft involved in my humidor. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were in on. that museum, and on that big rock that, that, or whatever it was, that was the sign. And so 
I started asking about it, and it was Jonathan's way to pay homage to the soil, to the tobacco, <clears throat> to the people, and to the culture, and to the heritage. And the fact that he chose to use that um, so early on to pay back um, just shows that, you know, <clears throat> it starts from the top, culture starts from the top down. And so he is, he is surrounding himself with people that have passion and that want to do good and that want to make, they want to change the world um, and have you live a better life uh, through smoking cigars and enjoying your time. And that was amazing to me. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Jen? No, that was beautiful. I mean, that's, that's so great. I'm happy to be down here. Miss, Miss Jordan. That's, you know, that's. Yeah, we, we do miss, miss our buddy Jordan and our studio audience, guys. Uh, uh, no. You want no, me to no. go back to oh, uh, Matt Booth has something he wants to tell you, uh, Sensei. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Connor says hi. Oh, oh that's great. Connor. Connor, Matt Booth's son. He was the coolest dude I've met in the last three years. Big, huh? big uh, oh. SNL I fan. Does a shot at me somehow? No, <laughs> like, no. No. Remember the day we had with Connor? We were uh, what, was right? the, what was the game we were playing? It was like quick cuts or quick what, It was like or... it was like cornhole, but what like is that called? Was... Ask Matt Booth what that's yeah. called. Matt, our friend Matt Booth is also named Matt Booth. Like there's the exact same name. It it was Quates. 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 That was great. And and it's like a Pennsylvania. Thing. And one kid still gave him a cigar. He goes, not now, not until oh, he's yeah. not until you're 18, young man. And we're like, Juan, what the? You can't give a kid a cigar. He's like 14. <laughs> I needed a date. I dated it to the future. You can't smoke it yet. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm glad that you made it over there, Matt. We miss you, buddy. I wish I'd uh, been in town for your visit. That's cool that you were able to make it out. Appreciate that. Guys, it's been an incredible week. Well, tonight's not ending, Eric. We're going to no. be smoking. We're going to be herfing. Do some now, now playing. Get your, get your app out. We want to see what you guys are listening to. We'll do some of that, too. Not what we were listening to last night. Oh, gosh. But was... uh, we will, we'll do some of that as well. Guys, make sure to share what you're smoking, what you're drinking, what you're having fun, hanging out. We want to thank Bob the Cigar Guy. My man, just you don't need to leave. You can just stay with us to the end here. Jack, any final thoughts on this week? Follow Drew Estate on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been an amazing week. I mean, I learn something new every single time I come down here. Question for you. Yeah. Uh, you've been down here as a consumer. Yeah. And as like a dojo guy. But yeah. now you're like a Drew Estate employee. Sure, sure, sure. Compare that. Well, what do you think? I that? thought Did you ever could... think you'd be? Oh no! This is now. This is all. This is all pretty surreal. How things when we came down and visited. It was like this is the coolest place ever. And now you know these people. This company is the company that you know employs me, and it, it, that's my whole life. Is this <laughs> driving there? It's it's so crazy. And and our you know times down here. It's been like four or five years since the first time we came down. And it's just when you go to the factory, it's just it's like nothing else, you know. And one thing. I thought, you know, I'm a Drew State employee. I can just go in and just pretty much steal anything I want out of, like, the cold room. You know, it's like, this, put this one on my tab. You cannot do that. <laughs> they get very upset. Do you, Jack, do you have access to that under that room underneath the area where you're normally hanging out now? Yeah, they, it's been, like, open this whole time. It's just like a kitchen. I thought that it was, like, some deep state secret. It's just like, no, this uh, uh, there's a couple rooms down here that uh, Willie stays in, and it's a kitchen. I thought it was like, this is where they, like, really. <laughs> no, it's a room. There's not really any crazy secrets, I don't think. They don't tell me anything, and that's probably for Guys, the best. How's the situation in Nicaragua? Is there is there rest or unrest? 
Well, it seems it seems good. I mean, you know, there's a little, there was a little uh, thing last night, a little warning or whatever, but I, I think all is good. So uh, we'll, we're excited about that. And yeah, it seems to be. You know, I'm no expert. I haven't really seen the situation, but asking around, it seems like we're in a good spot. Nothing's going crazy around here. And at the Drew Estate compound, we're as snug as a bug in a rug. Right. So there's should, a lot of bugs in here I, now. I, I think I think for now everything is uh, still still fine. So. That's good. Good news. Good. Good news. So, Jordan, we'll be get back to work on Monday. Thank you for producing the show, as always. Thanks to everybody for joining us. Don't forget, next week we have a, another Smoke Night Live. I can't say what's going to happen because I don't know for sure if it is going to happen. Something could be amazing happen next Friday night, so make sure to tune in. By the you, way, you'll be in Colorado, though? Yeah, we'll be in Colorado next Friday night. Possibly. Uh, Wednesday's Flavor Odyssey. What letter is Flavor Odyssey, Jordan? Uh, the letter v? that comes after you. V. Ah, well, V. 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 It's v so flavor six p.m. on on Wednesday. Tune into that, and then by the way, two weeks two weeks from tonight, madman, we will be in Honduras at Camp Camacho, and Jordan, you'll be with me that night, right? Right? <laughs> yes. Right. Please. I'm I'm just hoping that you're not just like a total bummer after being on, on 500 safaris over the last. I'm month a machine. And a half. I'm a machine. I'm a machine, my man. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. So yeah, we'll be looking forward to taking the dojo crew, the dojo crew. We got a bunch of good guys on that trip. DeFord's going. Oh man. Matt Hall is going. He's oh, never been man. on a trip like this. We I have would, a I wouldn't want to be fuzzy. A, I wouldn't want to be a Salva Vida and Don Lee. No, that no, no. Randy Griggs in, in theory. Hell in theory. <laughs> we'll be there. Shots. Shots fired. <laughs> we love you, Randy. We wish you'd have made this trip. We really wish. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, boys, so uh, uh, we'll see you guys next Friday night. Until then, remember, this is where part where we say. Never smoke alone. Until next Friday night, remember, <laughs> never, never smoke alone. you guys next Friday night, Dojo. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, I'm Nick, man, and I buy my sweet, sweet stogies online. My website's got like 11 options, 12, I got like nine, so how is it going down? Anyway, they ship here super quick. Just ask my ma, right, ma? Hmm? So yeah, like 12 to 13 business weeks, they'll be here. So go to my website, man. I remember him. That was me. Sad, lonely, no women, wearing three-day-old underwear. That was before I discovered JRCigars.com, the world's largest cigar store. With a huge variety of cigars, the best prices, and the most amazing shipping options. I get my cigars just like that. So don't be like him. Be like me. And order your cigars from JRCigars.com.